After working 43 years at the same place in the past seven years as the boss, if you're a month away from leaving the place, you'd probably be thinking of easing up, helping out the replacement with a few tips and an easy exit. Not so if your name's Philip Lowe, the Reserve Bank Governor. Today, he will face a parliamentary grilling at his final appearance before the Economics Committee, where it's expected he'll face tough questions over 12 interest rate rises since May last year. Peter Ryan is our senior business correspondent. Peter, Philip Lowe's been under a lot of pressure. He's maintained a calm demeanour despite the government not extending his term as governor. What's the expectation on how he'll go before the committee today? Well, Sarah, Philip Lowe has always been a strong, calm, no-nonsense voice at these hearings, despite all the barbs and the unwanted media attention. And this morning before the House Economics Committee, he's likely to double down on the RBA board's decision to hike rates 12 times from pandemic lows by a massive four percentage points. But his message has always been consistent. Without aggressive action, runaway inflation would have become entrenched. But as Mr Lowe eyes the exit, inflation has actually peaked and it's now fallen to 6%, so some vindication there. But of course, Philip Lowe's guidance at the height of the pandemic that rates would probably stay near zero until 2024 quickly went off the rails and badly damaged his reputation and borrowers who took out big loans based on those comments are feeling the mortgage pain now. Judo Bank economic adviser Warren Hogan thinks Mr Lowe will get a respectful final grilling but warns don't rule out a parting rate hike next month before he exits battered and slightly bruised after a 40-year career. Well, I think uh, he's definitely now at a stage where he'd be sort of somewhat uh, reflecting, and I think there'd be a degree of sadness. But I don't think there'll be too much sentimentality today. There's a lot going on with this economy, and I think it'll be pretty much down to business for most of the appearance. As you say, not much sentimentality, and Philip Lowe's always made the point that he's going to be doing whatever it takes to tame inflation, which means maybe could there be a shot left in the locker in September? I think there is. I think our cash rate is still just a little bit low. And so I think he would feel a lot more comfortable handing over the reins with a slightly higher cash rate because they're very ambitious. They have pretty much a, a painted a picture of, of, of the jobs done. And hence the market reaction we've seen with many economists not expecting any further rate hikes and the market not pricing in anymore. History's shown that parliamentary committees tend not to go easy on Reserve Bank governors. Should we be expecting a bit of that today? I would expect them to be respectful and, and I think everyone in the community understands the degree of pressure put on Phil Lowe is probably unfair. There, there certainly were mistakes made, but this is a governor that has done much less with interest rates in terms of this tightening than just about any other central bank around the world. So this is a governor who's actually done his best to minimise the extent of rate hikes and I think that is much underappreciated in the broader community. Warren Hogan there, the economic advisor to Judo Bank. Peter, Philip Lowe, he's leaving the bank. He's not necessarily retiring. Will this be the last that we see of him? Well, Mr Lowe has one final scheduled appearance on September the 7th when he addresses the Annika Foundation in Sydney in a speech appropriately entitled Some Final Remarks. There's still no word on the new Deputy Governor to replace Michelle Bullock, who succeeds Mr Lowe as Governor. That appointment is likely very soon from Treasurer Jim Chalmers in the lead-up to Philip Lowe's departure. Peter Ryan there.